0: What is up everybody.
1: Welcome back to Mile Higher Podcast episode 97. And today we are doing a Mile Higher audience involved Q&A.
0: Yes, yes. We
1: did one of these over the summer and you guys really enjoyed it and had some awesome questions. We wanted to do it again here at the end of the year as we reflect.
0: Yeah, on and this we're, last year. We're rolling into the holidays, you know, yeah. it's a busy time. So Oh yeah. <laughs> and our our case last week was pretty uh
1: intense and long yes
0: it was so we're going to take a slightly chiller approach this week Mm -hmm. Um, but we do also have some really interesting news stories to share with you as always but of course we want to thank our sponsors for today postmates candid and embark thank you guys so much also check out the new merch i'm rocking Mm -hmm. the white hoodie right now
1: yes this is the mountain crest hoodie
0: really comfortable i must say like it's really warm it's fitting really good it's
1: definitely been the favorite on the website yes people love it
0: yeah go check out the new merch mile if you use code mile higher, you get 10 percent off till the end of the year yes so sure take, advantage take advantage of that but let's go ahead and jump right into this week's news stories the first story uh, was one that kendall actually told me about and when i started reading about this i was like holy shit, this is kind of crazy
1: well i actually found it because someone sent it to me and at that point it was still an amber alert and it was this really scary video yeah um we'll go ahead and play the clip here It's it's kind of hard to see the video, but it's you can definitely tell what happens. Someone gets out of a car and grabs
0: two people. Grab this,
1: yeah. This girl from her mom. She's like walking with her mom down the street, and this is in the Bronx. And someone gets two people get out of the car, and it looks like they force her into her car. And at first, I thought maybe this is something like human trafficking or some type of abduction, some weird thing like that. So I retweeted it, and then someone messaged me and was like, "Hey, actually, they just." Found out that this was a hoax. And so I unretweeted it because I didn't want to like continue to spread a fake thing. But yeah, crazy. It's not actually it wasn't actually a kidnapping.
0: No, uh, the girl set it up.
1: Is yeah, what, herself. So,
0: so she goes missing, right? She's kidnapped mm-hmm. at eleven twenty uh PM and then, you know, she's shoved into the car. They actually shoved the mother yeah. to the ground, actually, yeah. which is really scary. And then sped off in the car with her. Mm-hmm.
1: And but, the mother was not part of the hoax like she was, you know, so she was totally thought it was real. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how scared you'd be?
0: Yeah. And then literally a few hours later, she walks into the police station, I believe, or approaches some police officers and turns herself in and says she's the missing teen that the NYPD was looking for.
1: Wow. I wonder what made her decide to turn herself in. It's maybe she was trying to run away originally.
0: Well, they, so multiple things have come out because of course they've started questioning her and trying to figure out, you know, what's the motive for faking your own kidnapping?
1: She was having like a difficult relationship with her mother though, apparently like, I mean, who knows to what extent there's not full details about what exactly, maybe, maybe her mom's really abusive. Maybe she just feels restricted or something like overprotected, something. Yeah. but um, her mom wanted to move back to Honduras. And she doesn't wanna do that, so that was also part of it. So I think she was trying to like run away.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I don't think she really, obviously, realized the full extent of what this would cause. You and can't like, just. there'd be
1: an Amber Alert and people yeah. looking for her. And
0: well, especially if two guys that. are grabbing a young girl yeah. off the street. That looks scary. And Putting in her car and speeding off in New York City. Like, mm-hmm. people are gonna report that. And, right. And that's gonna be, that's a difficult one to pull off, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And why that though? Why go to the such extreme to fake your own kidnapping versus just running away? Like, why well, wouldn't you just run away instead?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Why wouldn't you just run away? Why
0: such the dramatic exit?
1: It seems like maybe she really has a horrible relationship with her mother. If she's she was willing to do anything, her mom to think that she would be taken. Like, why would you want your parent to think that?
0: Yeah, it's really weird. I don't think we know the full the full extent of what's going on there. Cause clearly it had to have been bad enough to cause her to do something like this. Cause yeah. I mean I, I when I was a teen I went through some stuff with my parents too. And mm-hmm. never once did I think I'm gonna fake my own kidnapping right. to get myself out of this situation. Right. No it matter feels how like bad. there's gotta like, be more to this story. Yeah. And I mean the whole moving to back to their, you know, mm-hmm. native country or whatever and could be part of it for sure, I feel like, but mm-hmm. I also think there's more that we just don't know yet about mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more to the story.
0: But it's like, teens are just going to the extreme these days, I feel like, in all sorts of aspects. Like, why, I don't know, just seems like way too far to take things.
1: But obviously, it's like, you know, people can't be faking this type of stuff because it is putting out a lot of resources and tons of people end up looking for, especially with a video like this, it was going pretty viral on Twitter. I mean it was really scary even though it's such bad quality it's really freaky looking. And the so. news had
0: already hopped on it and yeah. everything. I mean it was yeah. it was getting national attention right. almost so.
1: So is she going to have consequences for faking it? I
0: think I believe so. I they haven't officially said if they're going to charge her with anything yet, but mm. I they're mean probably she's looking young. more into her I'm situation. Sure, yeah, I'm sure they're looking into it more mm. and will determine
1: see if she's like being really abused or something like yeah it's more of just a
0: some, like I said, something really, you know, something major has to be going on. Mm-hmm, I feel I like beyond what has just been reported for somebody yeah, to go to that, that far. And who are these two men? Are they going to get in trouble? Yeah. Are how they did she get them to
1: agree to that? Did she agree to like pay them or something? Or, I'm curious. There's probably a lot more to this story.
0: Yeah. They're still but. investigating it because this, mm-hmm. this literally just happened. I'm sure
1: there'll be more to come out.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. But the next story I got comes right out of. Uh, Colorado, actually, the Aurora Police Department. Mm. This was ve- this has been very controversial, um, and has started to make its way around the country as well. So back in March, an Aurora police officer, Nate Meyer, was found presumably drunk and unresponsive behind the wheel of his police vehicle. So he was really in really uniform, drunk. in uniform, had all of his you know gear on him. He was in an unmarked uh, police car but it is a, a police car and he was just found in the middle of the street in his car completely unresponsive passed out mm-hmm. just super super drunk to the point where they had to they couldn't even get him to respond they had to bust the window yeah in order to unlock the doors to get Kicking him out out of there mm-hmm. and the reason why this is a big deal is not only obviously he's on duty he's on the job
1: mm-hmm.
0: what you know he should be fired there should be some sort of reprimand for this and yeah, you would think so the police chief is just saying that you know he understands what he did and he's going to be on suspension without pay but a lot of people are upset because they feel like he should lose his job over this that as a police officer and with having a firearm like he could have killed somebody in this car yeah, somebody yeah, could oh, have absolutely. died i mean he's a drunk driver he should be charged with the dui yeah he was never given a, a test at all an alcohol test He was not treated any you know, he wasn't treated like a typical DUI suspect. He was treated with special treatment. And they did no normal tests. They basically took him to the hospital and after he woke up and stuff, they were like, All right, well you're on suspension without pay and that's it. close case.
1: That just seems so absurd to me with how seriously we take drunk driving in this country and like how harsh the punishments are for drunk driving that's like one of the most expensive charges and especially if you get more than one it just ends up being Yeah, and celebrities you know, get hundreds hit with them hundreds all of the time and of dollars that actually you end up is, spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like to just like let him off. with that shouldn't he be charged? He's not getting like a drunk driving no, charge no, or no. like mm-hmm. That's some he bullshit. He still has his job. He
0: has his job. He's going to come back and be a cop again.
1: That's completely and give other people DUIs. That's scary, honestly, to think that. And you wonder, like, how many other professionals drink on the job? Like, I've been recently hearing a lot about pilots drinking and flying planes, and that's a whole other thing. Like, maybe we should talk about that on the podcast sometime.
0: That's been happening
1: more lately. They've been finding pilots under the influence. So you wonder, like, in jobs like police officers and firefighters, or you know, yeah. doctors, even. Yeah. People that you tend to just trust because you're like, God, I had to hope you wouldn't be drunk at your job. But there's some people that are. Mm-hmm. And like, especially if you have a serious drinking problem, you're struggling with a drinking pop problem. Yeah. That, I mean, this looks like it was like during the day. Was yeah, he? Yeah, he
0: went home for lunch and drank a bunch oh of vodka.
1: Gosh, I mean, you must have a major
0: Yeah. Problem and his, if I remember, that. his alcohol limit was like four or five times over the legal limit. Like, he was. They said that super as soon as they drunk
2: broke the window. It reeked immediately. Yeah, alcohol. you could smell like, it on him. Just immediately, the whole car because he had like a
1: bottle in there, right?
0: Yeah, I believe they found stuff in there as well. um
1: I can't believe he still has his job. Are they at least at a bare minimum making him go to some type of rehab or no, like he's course He's literally or just getting unpaid suspension. That's just ridiculous and unacceptable, honestly. We should expect so much more from our police officers, people who are there to protect and serve us and are driving huge cruisers. This looks like a big car he has. Does he have like one of the...
0: No, it's just a... It looks big from the picture, but it's just a Still, whatever. A vehicle
1: is basically a weapon and anyone who drives under the influence...
0: He was in the middle of the street, passed out with the car running.
1: Yeah, that's just like... How can you police other people for the same thing? When... I mean, it's just how how can we have standards like this right. and it it teaches others that okay if i get caught drinking the very least i'll get like a few months off and a slap on the wrist yeah well, like it's, it's well, ridiculous
0: it's, it's bringing to light this whole brotherhood that is yes. law enforcement and oftentimes they will cover for each other and they will which is good to some extent because, and not in all departments you know you know that you have people that are going to back you up but there is times in certain police departments where yeah. they do cover up things like this yeah. that are people that break the rules or even in break all the industries laws and, like mm-hmm.
1: doctors, nurses right. will like cover up right. for doctors that they know are drinking or like pilots that kind of thing too.
0: But I think it's a it's especially bad because a, he's a police officer. I agree. The police has such a people. brotherhood, and yeah. you
1: know, you're a force, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't be drunk at work. No, no I know. What. So yeah, in my opinion, I don't think that unpaid suspension is the right punishment here for, for this crime. I think that probably should lose his job, but let us yes. know what you guys think.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion? Let us know.
0: The next story though comes out of Australia. All of our mates down under are experiencing a severe heat wave right now. It's actually really alarming when you start looking at it and you start seeing some of the footage coming out of Sydney and surrounding areas and other parts of Australia. It, it looks like Armageddon's happening down there. literally everywhere yeah. is on fire. There's really a hundred wildfires burning around uh, Australia.
1: so sad
0: and there's a mega fire that's encircling Sydney, covering the entire city in a toxic haze like there's the photos and and video out of it like yeah. we were in Sydney what a few years ago,
1: yeah, like two years ago,
0: such a beautiful place, and the air Maybe was so clear now. and Clean and to see these pictures of yeah, just like. It was gorgeous horrified. when we were there.
1: I know. I'm I'm like so sad looking at this right now of the opera house.
0: It's really bad. It's
1: really bad. Oh my gosh.
0: Not only that, the uh, temperature has just been getting hotter and hotter by the mm-hmm. day, pretty much. It's actually started yeah. breaking records.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And it's summer there for those of you yes. who don't know.
0: Yes. Australia recorded its hottest day ever for the second straight day this past Wednesday as a state of emergency was declared because wildfires are just going out of control. I'm sure all of you down in Australia are feeling the effects of this Yeah, and wildfires are a really scary thing. I don't think a lot of people even realize how wild and just and scary they are because they mm-hmm. just, they move and go whichever way they want to and they cover a lot of ground and acres and acres and acres are literally burning to, the ground it's really scary and not only that a lot of Australians have been pissed off because their Prime Minister Scott Morrison has been away on holiday in Hawaii during this whole oh time Oh my gosh and so he's been facing a ton of criticism for not coming back when everybody's in a crisis, crisis. and yeah. state of emergency is being declared it's so ridiculous but it's literally 120 degrees there on average it's crazy
1: That is so hot. 121. I don't think I've ever been anywhere that's that hot. There's no way. No. It's so hot.
0: It's unbearably hot. Obviously, climate change is part of the reason for the temperature and mm-hmm. the heat wave. But man, I don't know what we're going to do about that. That's, that's crazy. Because it's not like, I feel like this is going to get worse over time, over the next 20 years.
1: Yeah, I do too. I'm I'm really concerned when I see stuff like this. I mean, it just makes you, yeah, I think about like what's going to be like in 20 years. If it's this bad right now and it seems like things just keep getting worse and escalating and we're constantly breaking records and you see this kind of stuff all the time everywhere around the world. It's really scary, but it makes you, it definitely like keeps the climate issues in your mind. Like it reminds you of the severity of the issue we're facing here.
0: And I think it's going to stay that way. I think climate change stuff is now almost everywhere like mm-hmm. i think most people are thinking about it to yeah. some extent
1: it's become a big part of the political conversation today. it has
0: and the human situation i mean we all are are dealing with the effects of it and so mm-hmm. we all have to think about it and mm-hmm. try to figure out the best course of action and try to reverse it cuz we're heading down a dangerous road that is not going to end well so, I, have I, I to take it seriously. Definitely. So, be safe down there in Australia and yes. anywhere else there's wildfires because that stuff's scary. And listen to authorities and evacuate because yeah. they can turn on an instant and yeah. they just leave a path of destruction. Oh, so. I just
1: hate thinking about all the animals when there's these oh, massive fires. It just is so I upsetting.
0: Know. I know. Like, did you ever see that uh, viral clip of the koala bear that was like walking through a field that was on fire? And no. somebody ran out of their car and like picked him up oh my and rescued gosh. him. Yeah, it was really sad. And he sad. was all burned oh, up and yeah. stuff. And
1: then he didn't make it. No, right? he ended yeah. up dying like yes. next day. Oh or yeah, two. I did see all that. Ugh.
0: Oh, it was heartbreaking. So
1: sad he had a. they gave him a name and everything.
0: It's horrible, yeah. Uh, I hate These that poor stuff. animals. It's I mean, so
1: hard to see. That's the hardest part of these fires. It it's is. Like, well, it's like of course human loss, of course. Yes. Too. But like seeing the animals. Well, they it's just don't just know, so sad.
2: like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Like, humans can at least try and, like, work together yeah. and figure something out. Obviously, it doesn't always work
1: out. Right. Not saying, like, every human can get out. But there's no evacuation plan for animals. Right, And exactly. they don't know until it's right they there. They don't know which way to no go. Yeah. There's yeah. they no resources for them. They have no idea what instinct. to do. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, I'm trapped. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or they burn just, like, their foot or their, <laughs> you know, and then they're just. Or they breathe in ash and die. It's like. Exactly. I know. It's really sad so, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes our intro topics. I mean, that's like the news, though, right? Yeah. Like, we talk about the news. I mean, there isn't that much good news, There really isn't. There really isn't. We it. often try to include a good news that's, like, still interesting enough to talk about on this podcast, like, you guys are still going to be, like, you know, yeah, curious about. Yeah, because, I mean,
0: there's obviously good things that happen yeah. every day, but it's, like, not as significant as yeah. the bad is, unfortunately. Or it's not as
1: reported on. There's right. not. It's not as, like, available. There's not as much information about things, or there's not enough resources. About the good stuff like the news in general media in general focuses on the negative for the most part because that's what humans are most interested in yeah humans gravitate towards drama yeah totally
0: that fight-or-flight <laughs> response kicking yeah. in yeah but the last but this one's interesting yeah the last is little a good story. Uh, tech tech bit is pretty cool and yeah. honestly good news yeah so google you know, we've all used Google Translate. I'm sure I used it in high school in this, my Spanish class. Oh yeah, my teacher knew right away <laughs> yes. I was using yeah. Google Translate. He was like, "It was never oh, right. It's yeah. not right." And yeah. they
1: ask you, they're like, "Did you use Google <laughs> Translate for this?" Yeah, I was so bad at Spanish. Oh my gosh, as soon it's, as conjugating is starting, I just writing it is super hard.
0: Saying it is not like talking anymore. is not as hard, but <laughs> writing it killed me.
1: Yeah, it was really hard. I mean, I struggle with just English, <laughs> to be honest. So. <laughs> Yeah, Spanish was really hard for me. So something like this, it's so great to have tools like this. I mean, yeah. this is the good side of technology, right?
0: Yeah, this is definitely a positive. So Google has a language translation tool that operates in real time called Interpreter, which is now accessible on both iOS and Android, which is really cool. And this feature is integrated in the Google Assistant app, and when you download this app, I tried it out earlier, and it's it works really well. So you all you have to do is you open the google assistant app and you just say hey google be my spanish translator and it says okay and then it immediately starts listening and so if you play you know somebody talking in spanish it automatically pretty quick in real time starts translating it for you and and it seems to be really accurate which is awesome because there really hasn't been... I've been looking for a device mm-hmm. like this for a long time. And yeah, there's been for when some, we travel. Yeah, like when we, we went to Thailand, learned. that was really rough yeah. because there's no way yeah. in hell we can understand. Thai is
1: a very difficult language yeah. to read for sure. It's a lot of symbols. and
0: It's all symbols. Yeah, yeah, it's very symbolic. Yeah,
1: so we needed a lot of help.
0: And we I mean, didn't luckily really have any. a lot of people
1: there spoke English. We did find people that spoke English. Yeah. But we were looking for translators. Yeah, we couldn't find anything that was good. Everything was like just... Eh
0: yeah there was a couple devices but didn't really have good hit or miss overpriced things so at last google has created what we this feature that we all needed and it's available in 44 different languages which is really really cool all of the major ones from arabic to thai to french to italian to german Mm -hmm. which will be super helpful so when you're traveling especially if you're not going through areas that aren't as touristy, you're not going to run into yeah. English speakers most likely yeah in some of these countries, right. and you got to be able to communicate in some way. And it's really hard to just point and go right. that route versus yep. talking to Google, and Google will take your words and translate it into right. their language for them to understand. And
1: mm-hmm. with context, it is makes this way more sense. Yeah,
0: it's a virtual interpreter.
1: There's so many ways that you can use this. I was also thinking not just for travel, but If you want to listen to like a YouTube video, like their translate thing is so bad, especially from like languages to language. Like, good luck using the YouTube, you know, their little automated system. So you could like put this up to a YouTube video that's in another language and like read it.
0: That's what I did earlier. It's
1: really cool. Like, and this is ways that technology is bridging the gaps between humans and things like this will allow us to work together more in the future and to just. I mean, language is such an important thing, and the fact that we all around the world speak so many different languages—I mean, it's like a challenge for us. Like it keeps us from each other. Mm -hmm. So, having tools like this is so cool. Yeah. Especially for the future.
0: Yeah. Well, just like the internet connected all of us together, right? And made our world so much smaller. Mm -hmm. This is now going to allow it to feel even, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: like we're more a part of each other's lives. Yes. Because we're going to be able to communicate in native languages with each other mm-hmm. with our phone like yeah. that's really cool
1: and it's like you can always learn another language but it takes a long time you can only learn so many languages unless you like spend your whole life learning all the languages in the world like something like this allows you to communicate with so many more people without having to completely learn a language you know yeah it's just cool like people 40 years ago would never think we would have something like this you no know? i mean you used to have it's to really
0: cool. bring an interpreter with you if you were Doing in something in like work capacity or something. Yeah. To Uh a business deal or you're going, you know, on a guided tour or something. Like that's what people would do. It's like would be like you're traveling, you do
1: a guided tour, you find an American tour guide so that they can like help you. Right. But nowadays you can like take yourself around.
0: But now you can go get lost in some other country where nobody speaks your language. As long
1: as you have service though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's if you haven't
1: got no service or Wi Fi, then good luck.
0: Yeah. You yeah.
1: better learn the basic words at least.
0: Get that SIM card that you need. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Also, Google has Google Lens, which uses, um, it's integrated into the Assistant as well on Android's phones, but allows you to use your phone's camera to take pictures of text or a sign and it converts it into uh, the, your native language, which is cool too.
1: That's very cool. Super helpful. Very important. Like mm-hmm. Especially if you're out somewhere, what if there's a sign that's like cautionary or yeah, yeah. pointing out danger and you can't understand it? Like It's great to be able to pull up an app and it'll tell you what it says Mm -hmm. or what it means even if it's a symbol or something like you don't know the rules of everyone else's country and it can make traveling stressful and
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: a big challenge yeah
0: that's like one of the most stressful things is just getting you know once you get off your flight in another country as soon as you start looking at all the signs and everything
1: and especially like you said if you want to travel to like the non-touristy areas like more of the local hot spots where you're going to like really get a taste for the country then you need tools like this it's just so awesome
0: yeah it's really cool i just thought it was cool to share and definitely go check it out it's free to download the assistant app and try it out yourself and this is
1: sponsored by google just <laughs> kidding <laughs> no imagine if they sponsored us
0: that would be cool they would never we talk shit about that i know sometimes. i was gonna say i don't trust google completely so <laughs> use at your own risk but yeah seriously <laughs> <laughs> well it does have this one feature that i, I always said no because it's like, oh, in order to use our assistant app, we need oh. access to this, 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 and that, including all of your history, internet oh. activity history on your phone. Oh, so there's your, a catch to your microphone because Google needs to be able to listen to you all the time. And that's like the whole debate is this whole listening thing is like kind of freaky to, when you yeah, think no, about Yeah, no, it really is. Siri and Google and all these AI assistants are yeah. actively listening to your conversations and yeah. potentially recording them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like the thing with technology. It's like there's. A lot of the services we use, the internet and yeah. stuff, are like free for the most part, kind of. Um, but like, there's always a catch, you know, when you're using these types of things.
0: It's really a double edged sword when you mm-hmm. think about it. Like, technology is going to bring us so much convenience in our lifetime, mm-hmm. and we're going to be able to do all these great things, and things are going to get easier challenge. for us, and we're going to have so much more knowledge and assistance than what we had 20, 30 years ago. Right. But at what price? Right. Because. On the flip side, you start hearing all of these things that get leaked from whistleblowers Mm -hmm. about Google selling your data and selling all of this auditory information that you've given it or it's, it's wild. Mm -hmm. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. You guys will have to let us know what you think. Would you personally download this and how far do you let yourself use technology? Are there things that you don't turn on or don't activate or don't? Choose to use tools because you're concerned about like your privacy or safety. What's your level of trust? Yeah. Let us know your trust levels with technology. (laughs) Or do you just like use everything and you don't really care? Yeah. Well, like Alexa's
0: everywhere now. Have you noticed AI is already starting to infiltrate every aspect of our lives? And now there's Alexa Auto. Have Mm -hmm. you seen that? No. Alexa Auto Auto? is now in your car. Whoa. So now they're going to put Alexa, Alexa's built into everything now. Like, well, can it
1: help you text while you yeah, drive yeah, so that can, you don't have texting drivers? It can order
0: shit for you. Can
1: Order shit? Okay, yeah. well, that's a bit extreme. If you're driving, can you just not be ordering? Like what? People are going to be like online shopping while they're driving?
0: That's amazing.
1: There's certain levels, you know? Control
0: your music and your <laughs> that's, stereo that's and good. stuff.
1: Like anything to help someone to not be distracted. That's good. Like auditory stuff. I don't know. Curious. What do you guys think?
0: I don't know. It's Let good. us know. Before we get into our Q&A... We would like to thank our sponsors for today.
1: Yes. Okay. So the way that we do these audio Q and A's is through our Instagram account through the voice memo feature in our DMs. So basically we have our followers slide into the DMs with their voice memos and then we go through them and we answer them here on the podcast. So, so if you are do. not following us, if you want to be included in the next time, make sure to follow our Instagram account at mile podcast.
0: Yes. Where we post a variety of things, yes. including episode highlights, funny memes
1: and updates.
0: And yeah, good old updates.
2: And tag yes. us. If you buy the merch guys tag yes. us, because we're always reposting people who mm-hmm. post there.
1: We have a little merch, merch model. model highlight. Yeah. That's yeah. actually go check it out. Well, Instagram's lit. You should be on it. But so anyway. what do we
0: have we got sent a lot of questions from you guys so thank you if you submitted a question for this episode there was a lot to go through but okay. right,
1: let's go ahead and play the first question hi my name is isabella uh, i'm from cleveland and i've been
3: watching you guys for a while watch all the episodes and i love you guys and i was just wondering how you guys think in the next few decades that crime will begin to evolve with the usage of
1: cameras and, you know, testing for DNA getting better every day and, you know, just technology advancing in general in uh, society, like what new crimes do you think will become really popular? And do you think it will be harder to commit crimes in the upcoming decades? Um, Also with like, hopefully the legalization of marijuana everywhere, do you think people will start selling other things um, in like a, in more of a bulk or Like, I don't know. I was just wondering how you think crime will change in the next few decades. So thank you so much.
0: Really great question. Yeah. A few questions within it. Mm -hmm. But the first one is, how do we think crime will change? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And, you know, going into this age of technology and surveillance everywhere, everything is recording you. There's CCTV cameras in most Mm -hmm. major cities capturing all sorts of things.
1: There's cameras everywhere.
0: Is it going to become harder to commit crimes, do you think?
1: I think so, too. Especially, yeah, with DNA and stuff, too.
0: I think it's going to get harder to do petty crimes mm-hmm. because of the level of surveillance and mm-hmm. just, you know, different types of methods of preventing that type mm-hmm. of crime. But I think organized crime, especially right. having to do with electronics, you know, cybercrime, yes. is going to be Could the major mm-hmm. crime category, I guess, in the future, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people really. Understand what that means because a lot of us don't have any interaction with cybercrime on a daily basis, but when you look at kind of the global scale and you start looking at all stores and you start...
2: all. It,
0: f- <laughs> 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 Sorry, my dentures are falling out. <laughs> so when you start looking at all of the different types of cybercrime from hackers who are trying to hack into other other people's and company systems to people that are stealing money online and things like that. I think that's where the biggest issue lies because I don't think law enforcement is equipped to handle that sort of crime yet. They haven't figured out how to actually combat that.
1: How about crime when it comes to people like programming robots to do things for them? Like what if you can program a robot to like go rogue and kill someone or something like that?
0: It's coming. They they just uh, sold a drone this week that had a machine gun on it. That's scary. Oh,
1: my gosh. That is scary. They mounted a machine
0: gun to a drone.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is a problem that I didn't even need to know existed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a... What the fuck? I saw it. I was like, oh, Jesus. That's all we need is guns mounted to drones flying around.
1: Oh, no. That's terrible.
0: Yeah.
2: What about (laughs) terrorist groups like hacking electronic, you know, self-driven cars or something yes. and making them go haywire and killing a bunch of people it's in a, a city point. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, it's really scary. God.
1: That is really freaky. <laughs> uh, I don't even want to think about that, honestly, but that is totally something we will deal with. I mean, that's the reality.
0: And that's where the crime is going to go. It's going to go to hacking and compromising equipment like this. What's really scary and what keeps me up at night is thinking about what happens if a hacking group Hacks our entire power grid system and completely either shuts it down or just makes it blow up. Or somebody hacks our nuclear stuff and starts fucking with that. I mean, there's yeah, so I mean, many things is that can a happen. A big
1: deal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't realize the extent of what people could do. No,
0: no, they really don't. It's one of those things that is still largely unknown to the public, and something mm-hmm. surprising because it's happening literally all the time.
1: Mm-hmm but it doesn't get reported on on the mainstream too much no
0: it really doesn't i mean every now and then we'll hear about anonymous or something like mm-hmm. that but mm-hmm. as far as like major cybercrime that's happening they love to talk about all the drugs that they get and things like that mm-hmm. but little you know more often than not they're not talking about the level of cybercrime that's happening and people not only that but people that are having their identity stolen and mm-hmm. sold on the black market and things like that yeah but i think that's it's like, where it's going to be is yeah. is online.
1: I mean, but it's like like we said it's a double-edged sword this technology, you know, obviously it comes with a lot of problems, but it also comes with a lot of good. The amount of technology that we have developed when it comes to crime and solving like murders and stuff like that has been huge. Like DNA has come so far and yeah. so many other things and just fingerprint technology and how they solve crimes has been it's completely improving. advanced advanced in the last 30 totally. years. To a huge extent, because of technology, totally. so it's kind of like you know, it's just one of those things. Like everything in life, there's goods and bads, and pros and cons. I guess is a better word to say. But yeah, it's, it's going to get hard to say. Well, it's going to get really think is healthy. Where can you stop? Where do you draw the line?
0: Right. No, you're exactly right. I, I wonder too. Like where? What happens when <laughs> you can instruct AI to do things on your behalf yeah. that are criminal? Yeah, and it gets to the point where the other the other thing that's really crazy is the if you've seen that Boston Dynamics robot, that like humanoid robot that they have that can run and jump and do all kinds of crazy human movements. Yeah,
1: I mean until you see it, it's like
0: so scary. That's where the future is headed, and we're gonna start seeing more and more of that. So it's gonna be how do we make sure that that stays safe and people aren't you know compromising that Mm -hmm. technology for for worse. Yeah. So, I don't know it could, it's gonna get different in a lot of ways and in a lot of ways it's gonna get better on the crime solving front, I think,
1: yeah, we're just gonna have to see
0: mm-hmm.
1: Hi, my name is Marcus, and I'm
2: from Wilmington, Delaware, and my question is that I know you guys talk about uh Josh's background growing up in uh religion, so I was wondering if you guys are ever
3: gonna do a podcast episode regarding religion and the different religions out there and certain conspiracies revolving those religions.
1: Actually, I think we should do an episode just about religion in general. I mean, it's such a complex topic. How do you fit it into a podcast? There's so many different ideas out there. And it's something where you have to be careful about what you say, because you don't want to offend people. But you also want to question and kind of take a look at something a little more critically, because religion is something that I mean, spirituality, I guess, is a better term, is something that we all internally have our own ideas on and we can be very stuck in our own way or it can be hard to listen to a different perspective. Yeah. But I think we've been able to talk about it in a way that doesn't offend people and, you know, it's more welcoming because you and I are both very welcoming of all beliefs and everyone else's beliefs. That's what we think is really important is the freedom to believe in whatever you want and that every human should have the ability to go through their own life and make their own yeah. decisions when it comes to religion. And um, I think Josh has a lot to say when it comes to that, because he's had a religious experience. That's why we've kind of talked about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went through a lot with religion and it ha- it was been a huge part of my life. And I think it was just important for me just to share what I experienced, what I went through. And, I mean, I haven't even said probably I've, I probably haven't even talked about half of what i went through and just different things both good and bad with it and it's impacted you a lot yeah yeah it's it definitely impacted me a lot definitely helped shape who i am and things like that Mm -hmm. well i think when it comes down to religion it's just a very subjective thing and and everybody has their own experience and everybody Mm -hmm. has their own yeah i mean everybody goes through their own experience with it
1: i think that's part of the human experience is to have those thoughts and to question life and death because that's what religion all comes back to is like the idea of life and what's the purpose of life after life what's going to happen when you die like those are the questions we all have whether you're a religious person or not you wonder those things so it's kind of like you know i think it's every person's right and kind of their mission to go through their own
0: journey building when it comes to that and
1: come to their own conclusion kind of by the end of their life
0: totally and that's where that's where i stand with it is i have no issues with any religion whatsoever i think Mm, you should be free to believe whatever you want and Mm -hmm. i think every human has the right to their consciousness and what that what experience you want to have with that agree and in all aspects of life and if you find comfort and security or answers with religion and and you it seems like it helps you that's great mm-hmm. that's what it's there for is, that, is to is help life. you and yeah. help you through your journey of, of life and and answering those difficult questions but
1: and if y- you're someone that doesn't want to be part of a religion at all and you don't even want to be spiritual that's fine too i mean i'm really open to everything and every spiritual outlook as long as you're not the type of person to push it on others or to shame other people and if i saw a quote today or like a tweet that said um if your religion makes you an asshole you're doing it wrong and i really liked that like yeah. that's basically how i feel like i respect your religion and your beliefs as long as you're not trying to be an asshole and push it on me or like shame me for what i believe or tell me i'm wrong like you know yeah. I, th- I think there's a that you know term coexist is hugely important and if we could learn that as a general society around the world we'd be in such a better place oh
0: yeah oh yeah and i think there's reasons for why we can't get that to, to that place just based upon history yeah i mean it's,
1: it's difficult and it's it's hard to talk about too that's why maybe we haven't done a full podcast on it because it is like you have to like be careful. You don't want to upset anybody because it is a sensitive topic. Yeah,
0: well, and it's hard because everybody has their own experience. So if I if I come out and say I had this really negative experience with Christianity, for example, then mm-hmm. people that are Christian may or may not respond to that very well. Mm-hmm. And from my experience in the past, whenever I have talked to other you know other Christians or, or religious people about that, sometimes they get a little upset or because offended, yeah. or offended and think that I you know i'm talking down on them or or i'm shaming their religion somehow but that's not the case at all it's just mm-hmm. it, it didn't work for me right and it wasn't the journey that i needed to be on i needed to yeah you know sometimes when you're on one path your whole life it that path doesn't lead anywhere mm-hmm. and what i realized is that i need to get off that path and i need to discover my own path your own and, path and mm-hmm. really dig in deep and i'm such a I like to think I'm a deep person and I think about these things all the time. And I thought about Christianity for so many years that I finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, I understand this religion. Holy, I understand what it's about. I understand the message. I understand what it means to be a Christian. And after all of this, I decided that it's just not, this is not the road that I want to go down. Mm-hmm. I want to see what else is out there and I want to truly discover it for myself. Because, I think there's this huge thing too with religion and and your parents and things like that. Mm-hmm. So many people grow up in religious homes and they just are exposed to religion by default because it's that's what comforting. their parents believe and mm-hmm. it's just something you're raised with. So mm-hmm. here we go it's into a whole episode about yeah, religion. I, I know. Could go I mean, on we and on could about it.
1: talk about it the rest of the time. So the answer is yes, Marcus. We probably will be making a podcast on this in the future. Why not? If, if you guys you are interested, it. I mean, let us know what you think. I know it makes some people uncomfortable and. That's, I mean, it's understandable. It's kind of a hard topic, but I think we could definitely look at religions around the world and just, you know, kind yeah, of talk about core talk- beliefs. And I thought, I find religion to be a very interesting subject. That's one thing I always wish I took in college. The elementary education major didn't leave a lot of room for like picking classes you wanted, but I always wanted to take religious studies. I'm sure it'd be so interesting.
0: Well, especially with all the similarities between them when you start looking at it. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting, too.
1: Yep. I know so, they yeah. really do have a ton of similarities. That's very. I think you guys would find that interesting if we could go through all that. We could how do the, a lot of them line up. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder. You know, do they all come from the same original? Are they all sorts? connected in some sort? Yeah. But anyway.
0: <laughs> Next question.
2: Hi, Candle and Josh. My name is Nave from Ireland, and I was wondering, would you ever consider looking into Irish folklore and mythology? I really love like the banshee and fairy folk, which like the supernatural kind of race here is called the ishi
1: i think her question kind of cut off there sorry neve by the way i love the name neve i've always loved that name i've always thought about naming my daughter neve seriously i love that name but anyway
0: would we ever talk about (laughs) irish myths and legends sure why not
1: yeah but i feel like we need an irish person here i mean i am that is my largest. you I was gonna say you are <laughs> Irish you are the Irish person now no, but you're no, no, not no. in touch
0: with your your heritage my right? Irish
1: heritage no way I
0: but. I actually I I think I have a little bit Irish maybe I think I'm more mm-hmm. Scottish actually um, but I'm really interested in the Celtic culture I grew up listening to a lot of Celtic music and I've been obsessed with with Irish music and bagpipes mm-hmm. and mandolins and all of that so I do love the whole celtic
1: irish vibe culture yeah i do
0: i really <laughs> we've got to
1: get an irish person to come and talk to us maybe you can come talk to us about all that stuff because it sounds interesting
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah we could do a podcast more on like folklore and fairies and giants you did a video on giants once yeah it's actually about that. pretty interesting there's stuff. some interesting things mm-hmm. yeah let us know if you guys want to see that as well next question Hi, this is Kimmy from Jacksonville, Florida, and my question is, if you guys weren't doing YouTube or a podcast, what would you guys be doing for a living? Thanks. It's an interesting question, because, I mean, what would we want to do? Like, what's your dream job, or what would you probably be doing? Say both. There's, like, difference. Yeah. I would probably be a teacher, because I, you know, went to school for that, and I was about to start student teaching when I decided to change to communications and finish my degree there to pursue youtube and internet stuff but i think yeah without this that's what i would definitely be doing and what would you I'd do i don't have money on that
0: <laughs> yeah true that but what would you do if you could do anything i
1: could do anything other
0: than youtube um,
1: any career in the world i mean i would
0: what would you really like i feel like you'd be like a marine biologist or something
1: yeah you know what if i was like really smart and this school wasn't that hard <laughs> like school's really listen really school's smart. hard for me like it's a challenge. I, the idea of doing something like sciencey sounds very difficult, but I think I would have loved being a marine biologist or not even a biologist, like just someone who works with animals. Like, I just want to be like someone who works one-on-one with animals in some way. That would be my dream job. Like or a snorkel every day, Something like that. Yeah. I would Ugh, love just that. Just take
0: people snorkeling. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> I also like the idea of being an event planner. I like the idea of if I had any artistic talent, I really don't. Like, I'm really bad at actually creating anything, but I would... I love the idea of, like, making pottery for a living or, like... Nice. I don't know. (laughs) Nice. I don't know what I'd be doing, honestly. Like, there's so many... It's it's interesting to picture yourself in other worlds, like, other versions of yourself. What would you be doing if you were this or that or if you had made this decision or that decision? Like, Janelle, you almost became... You know, you almost went into cooking. Like, what oh, if you yeah. had decided to do that?
2: I wanted to be a chef yeah. on Food Network.
1: <laughs> yeah. I what almost if you went did? to Johnson & Wales. Like, I applied yeah, and everything. Yeah, I remember. I thought you were going to do that. And then you changed the psychology. Yeah. So it's like, you can have so many different paths. It's like, interesting to think about. What if I had taken a different one? Yeah. What about you?
0: Um, well, I mean, the realistic choice, I'd probably still be in technology doing something yeah. with that. Yeah, you would. Because oh, that's what sure. I was doing like two years ago. Yeah,
1: you had a very developed career in Yeah, it'd probably dirty. be some...
0: Like IT manager or something somewhere, something like that. But if it were up to me, and I could do anything, I would do a lot. (laughs) The choices would be endless, (laughs) as most of
1: you know. (laughs) Pizza
0: delivery driver for at least (laughs) driver.
1: I thought it was going to be the guy who makes. I want to make
0: make it and deliver it. You (laughs) were talk to my
2: dad. He did that in college really that
0: just seems so fun to me I don't he know made why. it or delivered he
2: delivered in one time he was delivering to the dorms and he said he's tripped on ice and the pizza flew out of the box <laughs> fell in the snow and he picked it back up and delivered it anyways
3: yes
1: <laughs> like this is a little cold on yeah, the bottom he, he wiped off the snow that <laughs> fell on it
2: and he like gave it to them and they yelled at him down the hall oh so there you go pizza
1: delivery driver
0: that's awesome um but also i think the other thing i'd want to do is like be a park ranger
1: that's a yeah. That's a good one.
0: I feel like I would really enjoy being a park ranger because I love animals so much, and I'd love to protect animals. Yeah, and it would also allow me to be like in law enforcement without having to deal with shitty people all the time. Yeah, and I could just deal with animals more so. Yeah, and, and nature. Yeah, and just being out. Yeah, I'd want to do something where I'd be outside in nature yeah. and doing something. In I can see myself doing that. A too. scenic area, but it'd
1: be hard here in Colorado because like the winters have got to be like so cold and stuff i don't know oh it's nothing i'd almost me. rather do that in like hawaii yeah a tour guide in hawaii
0: that'd be nice or yeah. i used to want to really i used to badly want to be a alaskan state trooper like as a kid and stuff oh, yeah, i really wanted to, want to be to in, in Al- i was like i'm going to move to alaska and be an alaska state trooper because mm-hmm. i just thought that was so cool <laughs> or a private investigator or a paranormal investigator honestly be, you could have been a police
1: you were very close to being a police officer
0: oh my god can you guys imagine me as a as a cop That'd be crazy.
1: I think you would have been great at it, honestly.
0: Yeah. You I would were, have been. You did your,
1: you were, he did it in a program where he like was training to do it. Yeah, I did it. I did a younger. shortened
0: version of the police Academy. I took, mm-hmm. a I took most of the tests. Mm-hmm. I did very well in that. Yeah, I had a bright future.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But then I took a drastic change and mm-hmm. well, for the better. Cause yeah. here we are. Yep. Everything happens for a reason, right? Hi, I'm Teo, and I'm from Greece. And I'm wondering, what are your favorite horror movies? Say Greece? Mm Hmm. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's fucking sweet. What are our favorite horror movies? Well, this will be really easy because I don't. Do you even have a favorite? No. Like, what's your okay? So if you you don't like horror (laughs) movies, but what is not horror? What's your favorite, like, kind of freaky thriller movie that? (laughs) Huh.
1: I don't even know. I can't even think. I hate them all. Actually, I like Get Out. I really liked Get Out. There you go. That's that's a a thriller.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And it gets kind of scary at the end. I kinda have to low key dip at like this one (laughs) scene though. I have to go out and like do something else. But I come back. It's a good one. There's like this brain operating scene. It just freaks me out, but yeah. I'm not a big horror person, as you guys know. I don't like it. It gives me anxiety. (laughs) So this is for you. What's your favorite horror movie? Oh man. What about you, Janelle? You were kinda into horror movies when you were younger. Yeah. You like Saw and shit.
2: Yeah, and then Ugh, one the day scary. I changed my mind, and now I don't like them at all, <laughs> okay. and I haven't watched a horror movie since. Get Out was hard for me to watch. It was
1: a good movie, but no, yeah. I don't deal horror very well. It's hard to watch something like that. Suspense even is hard to watch, because I get anxiety the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. when things are going wrong in a oh, movie, yeah. and that's how horror movies and, and thrillers and stuff, like, everything's going wrong, that stresses me out. Meanwhile,
2: <laughs> we read about it literally all day, Yeah, and research it all day, but...
1: I don't know why the real stories don't stress me out as Same. much as the fake stuff. The I think it's acted like the
2: cinematography things. and the, the music and like yeah. the light. It just like sets the mood and I get yeah. like, it's too
1: real for me. I get freaked out. Yeah. Well, and their their job as a horror movie creator is to like try to scare oh, you and yeah. try to like, and I don't like that. So, okay. but
0: what yeah. are your favorites? What I've, do you think I've if you had to like pick
1: your top three horror movies, Josh?
0: Oh man. I, I really love The Conjuring, which we we talked about yeah i thought that's one of the freaky i really my horror tastes have changed i started out when i was younger when i was definitely not allowed to watch the stuff but i watched it because my good friend who i'd hang out with all the time in my neighborhood he was a horror like freak like he (laughs) he watched everything yeah and so i'd watch a lot with him and i would say probably House of a Thousand Corpses is pretty pretty wild too. That's a uh, Rob Zombie movie. That's really scary um, and just crazy. Um, You probably don't even know what that is. (laughs) You you yeah you've never seen that. But all I mean all the classics too are good like, um, Freddy versus or you know Nightmare on Elm Street things like that. Those are those are pretty good. But what was oh the Strangers? That's that one I really. I like the ones that are based on true events, like any horror movie that is based on true events or uh, a true story. Those are the ones that really get me because then the my mind automatically thinks this could be real. Yeah. And then I just get freaked out. That freaks me out. Yeah.
1: <coughs> yeah. That freaks me out. I did kind of like the purge movies. I will say.
0: Yeah. Those are kind of considered I, the first suspense one. Horror. The
1: second one. Was, and then this, I didn't even see the other ones, but I like the first one yeah yeah i don't really have any good answer to that question
0: i like the hauntings now i really enjoy this the supernatural horror yeah, i don't i'm not really stuff, into yeah. the slash them and gory yeah, ones like those ones gore. just drain me now yeah. all my energy and make me feel really depressed afterwards i watched all the saws and, and, and now i think about it, i'm like what did i get out of that other than just like, <laughs> this was just <laughs> so terrifying. fucking horrible Disturbing. paranormal
2: activity is that what they're called That series? Yeah, those yeah. really scared the oh,
0: shit yeah. out of me yeah. i never paranormal saw those yeah i watched those, those are and, good too yeah.
2: oh freaked you out <laughs> freaky freaky
1: yeah those came out like when you were in high school huh
2: yeah i saw both of them in theater and i was like i don't know i kind of enjoyed
1: them but now i'm like so freaked out by it yeah they look scary and those are based on true events too right yeah and the way that they're filmed is like 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 vlog style.
2: Exactly. I don't like that shit. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it makes
1: it probably feel more real. Yeah. I can't handle anything where anything pops out of you either. I do not do that. But anyway, next question.
0: Hey, Mile Higher Podcast. My name is Sumner. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And my question is, after we watch one of your videos and we see these crazy stories, I'm always like wanting to learn more, but I never really know where to look or what sources are good to check in on. So, where do you recommend looking for more information or where do you find yourself finding most of your information um, just so we can like explore the topics more after the video is over? Thanks.
1: Um, honestly, I think a great place to sometimes start with something you're interesting is Reddit. And I know that sounds crazy and sometimes there's some BS on there, but like sometimes you can get some interesting things that is it like filtered off the first page of google and you can like get the real tea there and then you can take stuff on there and go research it further to like confirm if it's true or not and you know use other sources and, and using duck as a google search or yeah. i guess not as a google search as a search engine yeah duck duck yeah helps or i mean ecogia is good too yeah so that's good for the planet but
0: something other than Google because Google does filter the yes. results quite a bit or like
1: Bing or any of those like main, I guess mainstream search engines. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause like, especially if you're trying to research a conspiracy or something yeah. that is controversial, right then. Yeah. Google can sometimes hide things from you mm-hmm. and sometimes you got to go to other search engines. But as far as topics that we talk, like anything news related, I have a few places that I go to, to get news mm-hmm. stories that I really like the mindunleash.com is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of stories from them. They mm-hmm. report a lot of really interesting news stories that aren't covered by the mainstream media. Collective evolution sometimes has some yeah. good stuff. Collective
1: Evolution's great. great. Um, it's a really good one.
0: There's, there's a lot of sites like that. There's mm-hmm. the waking times. I mean, there's a lot of kind of alternative news sites that I look at, but I also mm-hmm. go to places like futurism.com. I really mm-hmm. love anything scientific or discoveries. Uh, Futurism's good science alerts mm-hmm. good
2: mysterious universe mysterious yeah, universe mysterious is another
0: universe. one uh, coast to coast.com uh, is also another good one mm-hmm. so there's a lot of different places sometimes you just have to know where to look and mm-hmm. and do a little bit of extra digging other than a few google searches And if it's a mystery or anything like that, Reddit is a good place to search for Mm -hmm. just alternate theories and rabbit holes you can kind of go down. I mean,
1: sometimes you'll find some bullshit on Reddit. Someone just doesn't know what they're talking about at all. But sometimes you find someone that's like, really taking it seriously and they treat it like a thesis they're damn right yeah posts. well you it's find like, people who oh are God. like
2: obsessed with the topic and mm-hmm. write their entire you know thoughts yeah. on it and then they'll leave sources of and yeah. then you go to those sources and they're really yeah. good sources you yeah. can tell they've been yeah. like you know really having to fish those out it's not like the first right. page of google like and you, you can about. go
1: verify if it's legit yeah yeah I always Reddit's pretty helpful
0: cross check things and yeah definitely if check you see it, something though. wild <laughs> don't believe and, everything on reddit yeah <laughs> make sure you double check and you do a quick google search even of of certain things because there is some bullshit out there that definitely especially in this
1: whole world and that's why it's it is hard to navigate information in this world you
0: know it really is
1: but we'll um leave some of those uh resources that we mentioned in the description box for this podcast you guys can go check them out for sure all right next question
3: hi my name is matilde and i live in toronto in canada I had a kind of a deep question for you guys here on your thoughts about fate and whether you think everything happens for a reason um, and events in our life happen to put us on a path, or is there some randomness involved, or is it all totally random? I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, Personally, I think it's a little bit of both. Thanks. Happy holidays.
1: Thank you. That was nice. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to all of you out there.
0: Um, but it's a deep question.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's something that I find myself revisiting in my mind all the time. How much of life is fate and destiny or preplanned and how much is by chance? It kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about different pathways you take and, you know, is it all for a reason? Like how much is destiny? How much is fate? Like, did we meet by fate or did we just meet? You know, it's every day I wonder like how much, free will do i have versus how much is predetermined and i I feel like everyone has kind of a different idea of that and for me it's like constantly changing what i think like to what extent do things just happen to me and what extent are they purposely happening you know
0: yeah i think for the most part we have free will i think there's really yeah i think that most of it is us doing you know going through life and going through our experience and yeah and we alter our own paths because if you think about it a lot of things happen because of our will to do them it's not because we just wake up and we're like automatically programmed Mm -hmm. to know to do this right yeah yeah there's so many things that i feel like is not fate but then there's just sometimes there's certain things that you're just like god this just seems so crazy and so Like
1: major things
0: made to be that how could this not be fate right but at the same time i'm like maybe it's not that it's fate it's just a really strong connection or it's just something that is just came along your path that you really yeah that you yeah you may have manifested it and it's now there yeah or it could just be
1: how much is which i also believe in manifestation a lot i really do um and it's like how much is manifestation and how much is just happens to you because that's what is fate like how much can you actually control i don't know it's a really interesting topic i kind of i agree with her that um it's a little bit of both
0: yeah and i mean if you're just i think it depends on your spiritual beliefs too because if Mm -hmm. you are religious then you would say absolutely i believe in fate because we're all made by god and god has a predetermined path for my life and a plan for my life a think, lot of religious people believe there's yeah. a predetermined plan for you. Well, a lot God of religious people
1: do believe that, but I feel like some don't. And there's like so many new age religious people. Like I'm curious, some of you out there who are religious, what you think about that? Like, do you think, how much do you think is God, you know, planning yeah. things for you and or how much is free of, will? Like, and yeah. I think that's something that every religious person still like struggles with that question.
0: Well, yeah. Cause God says, I give you free will. But then again, god has a plan for your life so where is where's the line drawn there where Mm -hmm. is the separation between the two Mm -hmm. or are they equally a part of each other and they work in sync with each other Mm -hmm. and you know you have there's something guiding you along the path that's leading you down this road Mm -hmm. it's a really it's a really it's definitely a deep one
1: yeah you guys will have to let us know how much you think life is fate versus you know free will and chance
3: Mm-hmm. hi my name is marlena galvan and i am from south texas i love the podcast and my question to you all is what are your thoughts on psychics and if certain individuals can sense the death of others i have had several experiences with this and just wanted to know if maybe it's just a coincidence thank you
1: i mean i'm mixed on it i think there's a lot of like fakers out there and there's i've done a video on a psychic that completely um
3: scammed
2: Scammed
1: this old man yeah um if you haven't seen it it's kind of a crazy story and there's so many examples of stuff like that and even just (laughs) Just yesterday (laughs) janelle and i were at the grocery store looking at cheeses for our cheese board for our little litmus that we have and this woman came up to me and like gave me a card that said like psychic clairvoyant she was like hit me up if you need anything and it's just like i got the sketchiest vibes from her and i feel like there are a lot of people out there that wish they were psychic or wish they had these abilities that i do believe some people do naturally possess personally i do believe some people have that like gift or that sixth sense or yeah. whatever you want to yeah. call it i think some people are more connected especially depending on like their astrology especially water signs like mm-hmm. i do believe that People have psychic dreams. I believe that there are mediums. I do believe in psychics, but I'm very skeptical about each individual. Right. And I feel like I can, I get a sense of bullshit for a lot of people. And personally, I've never seen a good psychic. I've seen a couple. One I saw that was just terrible, like so off. I was just like, this is nothing to do with my life. They said I was going to (laughs) like move to Europe and break up with you. And you and I were just like close to getting engaged. And I was like, what the fuck? So... Well, yeah.
0: unfortunately, I think it's one of those things that is really easy to exploit. It is because there's no way to determine if right. somebody's psychic or not.
1: Yeah, it's not like you go get a degree and right. you're like proven to be a psychic. You there have to is a psychic
0: institute in which my grandfather has right. a certificate Right, No, there is. Yeah. You can.
1: You, I've done a psychic class with yeah. my mom when I was really young. It was like very strange. My mom took me to one psychic class, so you can definitely like try to learn how. Yeah, but there is no like way to prove if you really are like a certification like I'm proven psychic you know
0: and I get sketchy vibes from anybody that's given you a business card in King Supers or oh yeah about. no it
2: that was, so, was she came up on
1: us so hard we were like yeah Whoa, what's soliciting
0: going on? soliciting that just randomly is so weird
1: it was so weird Janelle and I were like what the hell and I was wondering I was like What does she think? I have like something wrong with me. What is my aura like fucked up that she came up to? It was like, you need help. You need chakra balancing.
0: It's It's just like blinking at her. Yeah. That's
1: what I was wondering. I was like, maybe that's why she came up to us, but no, she was weird. We got weird vibes from her sketchy, but I mean, there's a lot of people out there like that. So you have to be careful. I feel like about 10% of the people claiming to be psychic or to have these abilities are legit or less, you know, I think it's pretty rare especially to have the full on capability to communicate with the other side or to predict things. I think that is very rare. Oh yeah. You can have a degree of intuition. You can have, you know, you can be an intuitive person, maybe be able to do tarot cards or things like that. It's um, another thing to literally communicate right. with spirits on the right. other side exactly. and communicate like full on clairvoyance. Yes.
0: Yeah. Being fully clairvoyant is rare. I think,
1: but I do think some people have that gift
0: absolutely i i really believe that and that's what keeps me spiritual honestly is this this part of the paranormal world where you're dealing with spirits and communicating with the other side and seeing what Mm -hmm. some mediums are able to do unbelievable stuff it's really really mind-blowing
1: yeah it definitely can't just be completely discounted
0: no
3: Hi, I'm Issa, and I'm from Montreal, and I was just wondering if what you
2: guys' opinion on, like, the whole Australia isn't real thing. I've heard, like, a couple people have, like, a conspiracy on it, and, like, I read a couple things, but I was just wondering on, like, what your opinion of it was. Thanks.
1: So this is really funny. I have heard this theory, and I've actually heard a couple different theories like this about different places not actually existing. I think Finland's the other one. Mm -hmm.
0: Um <laughs> is this a flat earth theory?
1: No. What?
0: <coughs> flat Earth people don't believe Australia exists. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh they okay, wait, then back that up yeah. then. Okay, say that again. Say I think this is part of like the flat earth thing. Oh. I mean, I don't really know that from, much about yeah. this theory, to be honest. I've just I have seen people talk about it. It just always makes me laugh because well, Yeah. Well then from where the what hell I've seen about it
0: is flat some flat earthers believe that Australia doesn't exist, never has and instead, it's like this computer-generated place that's there to like trick all of us or something. It's it makes absolutely no so. There's sense,
1: no but, people actually living there, according
0: right. To that, it's just completely made up.
2: So then, where did we fly? You're going somewhere else, right? Theoretically, you're just just we'd be so we didn't go. To They're Australia. flying to a different part of the world.
0: We went to a not. computer-generated version of Australia. Oh, and our, the whole time <laughs> oh we were there, gosh. we were. In some type of hologram,
1: it's theories like this that just give the whole conspiracy like community a bad name. Okay, like this is just ridiculous.
0: There's no proof, no, <laughs> no,
1: it's least so
0: sense of logical.
1: It's entertaining
0: thinking behind this. You
1: know, I was thinking that you guys might enjoy an episode of us going over some of the most ridiculous and out there conspiracy theories and kind of what oh, we think man, about it. I don't them. know if
0: you want that. Why? <laughs> There's some wild ones. Oh, no, I, I I know. Yeah. I think
1: it'd be fun. I want that. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> like, let's let's get weird with All it, you know? right, let's do it. Let me know if you guys would be interested in that.
0: Hi, guys. My name is Andy, and I'm from Warrington in England. And I was just wondering, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be that you believe in it. It's just the one that you enjoy the most. And what is
3: your least favorite? I love you guys' show. And uh, looking forward to hear from you.
1: I think personally, one of my favorite theories has become the RH negative blood theory because I have RH negative blood. So I find it, it interesting personally, you think are you know?
0: special, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm an think alien and I like that shit. Okay.
1: I actually do really think it's interesting and I think there's some interesting valid points to that whole, if you'd miss the episode, you know, just the fact that so many of our presidents have this and they can all be traced back to the same shit. I mean, I think it's a pretty interesting theory, so... It's probably one of my favorites, you know. About, but I don't like, necessarily fully believe in it. Least favorite, um,
0: like want like Britney Spears or something.
2: <laughs> I love the Britney
1: Spears. Yeah, conspiracy. I love all the like pop culture ones. I think they're kind of funny. Really? And fun. Okay. Yeah, the Avril Lavigne one though annoys me because it's like proven to be fake, and it keeps fucking resurfacing every once in a while. And it's like it was faked. And the guy who made it up was this Brazilian blog dude. And he constantly has to like re-say like, this was not real. He like literally admitted, I made all this up to trick the internet. But people still believe it and it still goes viral every once in a while. So that's probably the one I least enjoy hearing about or talking about. It's just annoying to me at this point.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, I think mine are probably... The most compelling one to me is... The one surrounding September 11th, just because I've seen there's just so yeah. much with that. No, yeah. I agree.
1: I we said favorite. I I guess the most compelling or most I'm most interested in would and definitely be either can, 9/11 yeah. or JFK. Yeah, you know, those right. are definitely super interesting. Yeah. I just meant like favorite one to like kind of talk about that I'm not completely sure on.
0: Right. Okay. Kurt Cobain's another one that I'm yeah, just I like, like I like that one too. Yeah. It's
1: very interesting.
0: But not I'm, completely sure. Yeah. Yeah. But also just like the new world order conspiracy and all of that is really interesting mm-hmm. to me as well because
1: the families the
0: more i've dug into all that the more i'm mm-hmm. like oh god
1: there's more to it maybe than we are think. being
0: run by some shadow government and society <laughs> or something it's crazy
1: yeah no i mean there's a good chance
0: but yeah that would probably be mine my favorite
1: what's up guys my
3: name is Kama from santa cruz california so my question It's kind of hard to put into words, but bear with me for a second. Um, Okay, so if time travel, it's probably very possible that it's happening already. Do you think it's possible that it's happening all the time and, like, it's just rewriting history? Like, do you think it would just switch, like, instantaneously in our head? We wouldn't even know, I guess, kind of. Like, if they go back and switch something, then it'll turn to, like, something we've always known to be true. And I wonder... What do you guys think about that? Like, do you
1: think that's possible or I don't know, just overall thoughts? (laughs) Thanks so much. Love your guys podcast. You know, that is something I think about all the time. It's such a trippy concept to think about time traveling. If someone is really going back in time and changing something or altering something, does that immediately change on our current timeline? Does our timeline adjust? Or like, how does that, I mean, I guess we have no way to answer this question because we don't fucking know how time travel works, but
0: it's theoretically I think about possible that a lot. Yeah. It's theoretically possible. The fact that it's theoretically possible and we're getting closer and closer to figuring out how it's done that I think, do I think that we're all time traveling right now? Probably not. Do I think that it's it could be real? And Yeah, I really do. And I think there probably are individuals that have already achieved time travel i mean if you just look back look at nikola tesla he was working on a time travel machine Mm -hmm. years ago never got it probably didn't finish it or got to try it out but he was working on something like that and Mm -hmm. i know other scientists have worked on this too and and we were talking you know talking about time and just the universe and how time is speeding up as as we go on into the mm-hmm. future it, it makes you wonder yeah
1: that's an interesting point too we have and to talk
0: about that you always hear time is linear mm-hmm. and can you go back you know can you go backwards you on the timeline line, yeah. yeah can you go back and forth on it or can you only go forward
1: but you have to think about you know even if time travel isn't like let's say there's no time travel in our current like in 2020 or i guess 2019 right now um there's no time there's no time travel actually happening that doesn't mean we're not being affected by time travel
0: right, because if time
1: travel is happening in the future there are people traveling back to probably time before us and could be altering our timeline and things that are happening to us now
0: right right so it's
1: like if you believe that time travel could exist and you believe in the work of Nikola Tesla and that could all happen then you would probably believe that it must exist at some point in our future that eventually they figure it out and that could mean that our timeline is changing all the time right now. And how does that work when they adjust something? It, is that what why we see Mandela effects? And is that, you right, know. Is it
2: happening and we don't even notice it? Exactly. And then all of a sudden we're like, wait a second.
1: Yeah. Or like maybe things just happen and like our brains just adjust and we d- don't even notice it, you know.
0: Or it could even just be, to me it seems more realistic that the multiverse theory is is real and and potentially things that we think is time travel is actually just alternate timelines all running parallel to each other yeah and
1: it's possible too
0: you know things spilling over onto one timeline to the next and changing it
1: hi my name is ursula from toronto canada
3: and my question is if you had the chance to either visit outer space or the bottom of the ocean which would you choose and why by the way love your podcast.
0: Love that question. I
1: think for me, that's an easy question because I love animals and it's not like you see a lot of animals rolling through space. So I would pick the ocean because I want to see all of the different creatures that are down there. The deep sea creatures, the freaky yes. ones. Yes. So ocean for me.
0: I think, you know, my answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I know you're going to pick space,
0: outer space, baby. I want to <laughs> see the. I want to see there's nothing more than I'd want in my life than to, be able to see the earth mm-hmm. in its beauty and glory from outer space,
1: from a different perspective, from yeah, from off, away from off it, planet, yeah.
0: either on the moon or on some sort of, you know, space vehicle. It'd be really trippy earth.
1: and very cool. No, I agree. I mean, that'd be cool too, but I feel like I get bored of it fast versus like, you know, there's a new animal swimming up every couple of seconds in the ocean.
0: <laughs> yeah. Until your submarine runs out of oxygen.
1: Oh, I <laughs> until your tank runs out of, yeah. of oxygen. Yeah. yeah. Or you accidentally get <laughs> cut true. from your spaceship and you fly off into space. That's fine. I'm okay with again.
0: that. I'm okay with floating <laughs> off until the end.
1: Oh, that's a good question, though. Let us know what you guys would do in the comments. Hi, my name is Ursula from Toronto, Canada. And my question is, if you could visit the future or the past, what date would you visit and why? I think I would want to travel back to see what it was like in Egypt. I think that would be the most interesting time period to visit.
3: Sure. Sure.
1: Probably an earlier Egypt I would be more interested in versus the later towards the end.
0: But it would also be cool to zoom into like a thousand years into the future. Yeah, go, the future would be go. Go to too. January first, two thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. What if it just like doesn't exist though? You get there and this is black. This is blackness.
1: Yeah, I don't know the future like stresses me out. I'm more interested in going to the past.
0: Yeah, I would really like to go back to let's say like eighteen fifteen and you know, get in the covered wagon and roll across Sounds the prairie
1: brutal. And Why would you want to go back then?
0: I just want to see what it was like back then and how how happy people were. If Not they happy. were. It was very <laughs> shitty. Back I just then. want to gauge like how happy life was back then for some reason. I've always mm-hmm. been interested. Or, you know, walking in it, it's just such a different time when before the government got established in the u.s. It it's was true. just this like lawless country out there and you Used to just be like riding along in your your horse and you your wagon with your family And then all of a sudden you just be ambushed by anything. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, if you can't fend it off, that's it You're done. Mm-hmm. It was just such a different world, but totally. Egypt is cool, too Mm-hmm I'd, I'd do Egypt, too. That'd be cool.
1: Or Greece. I was thinking Greece was my other idea.
0: Or just take me back or to... Or even d-
1: Rome. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Like, the whole time Julius Caesar when all that went down. I want to go back to, like, the dinosaurs. <laughs> Dino- yeah, that'd be cool, too. I mean, it'd probably look way different.
0: I would say going back to the Sumerian civilization would be that'd really be cool.
1: That'd be really cool, too. Yeah, And especially like
0: if I could understand like what they were saying and stuff and learn from them, that'd be really cool. Yeah. See what they really Maybe there'll know. be
1: a feature with AI where you can just, like, go and see virtual, these things and like
0: well i think virtual time travel is going to be <laughs> here before we know it
1: yeah but it's going to be like whatever the developer thinks yeah yeah happened, know, it's not yeah. actual time travel right? right anyway all right next question. question
2: hi my name is lauren i'm from alaska my question for you all is if you
1: were able to have any guest appearance on your podcast who would it be and why thank you one person I honestly would like to interview is Andrew Yang. I know you're going to say that. I know. Yeah, I'm just interested in him. And he's been going on a lot of different shows. And he's very in touch with this younger generation. I think he would be a great guest because he is a very interesting take on politics, a new perspective, a very fresh perspective. And I think he would be interesting. And he was recently on the H3 podcast. He was, he's was he been on it twice. So I think he's a actual possible guest. It'd be goals, you know, I don't know if we could ever pull it off, but it would be I'd love to talk to someone like him or I mean, I'd love to talk to any Egyptologist
0: no you don't want to talk to any egyptologists because a lot of them are very okay
1: not any Egyptologist. anyone that's good <laughs>
0: <laughs> then I, I want to
1: talk to a woke egyptologist get graham hancock want to, man no i mean graham hancock would be yeah. the ultimate goal for He's both of us of, probably
0: a ton of research on egypt yeah i mean we've just said sites. that so many
1: times i was trying to think of people that we don't always say we want on the show but
0: i have one russell brand
1: Oh, he would be great. I'd I'd be interested to talk I, to I'm him. I'm
0: I really like Russell Brand. A I mean, lot. he's
1: a very controversial person, though. It'd be interesting to
0: S- sort of. I mean, he more so in his past. I mean, he's really yeah like, turned his life around. All, yeah, it'd be, majorly. I'd be
1: curious though how our audience would respond.
0: I think they would like him. He's he's very wise these days.
1: I you know another person I would absolutely love to talk to just personally is Seth Rogen. I would absolutely love to have him on the podcast. <laughs> I love
2: his
0: own.
1: Or Chelsea Handler. I would really like to interview Chelsea Jim, Handler. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, absolutely. I mean, all of these are really <laughs> big goals. Like I was trying to think of someone that was more like attainable. But yeah, I mean, if I could have anyone, there's a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, there's a lot of people I'd love to talk to. Whoopi Goldberg, of course. Everyone knows I love Whoopi.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people out there that i'd love to talk to
1: anyone else you can think of um put it out there into the universe you never know speaking into existence joe yeah. rogan joe rogan yeah. hell yeah oh we would love that, we I'd, would love love to, that.
0: I'd love to pick his brain on some I would stuff too. for sure i would too yeah there's a there's a lot there's definitely a lot
2: Hey guys, this is Mackenzie from Louisiana. I just wanted to know like what are y'all's opinions on crop circles? Like do you think they're from aliens or like somehow man-made? I love y'all's
3: podcast so much. I love you guys.
0: Thanks for that question. Yeah, crop circles have been something that have fascinated both of us since we learned about them yes. and there's I think there's
1: some compelling stuff out there. There really is. Incredible. They're beautiful. Some mm-hmm. of them are beautiful.
0: And they and oftentimes they show up just overnight. Right. So if you think about how much work some of these crop circles take, because the designs are so elaborate mm-hmm. and so geometrical and measured out, yeah, that it just doesn't seem possible for humans to have gone out there without anybody no. seeing you and leaving no trace whatsoever. And they form behind. so
1: fast during the night. I mean, there's so much to it. We need to do a podcast on them. I really want to do a crop circle podcast soon. It's one of Maybe my favorite topics.
2: Week. Honestly, it's so
1: interesting. Yeah, me too. I love talking about them, and I truly do believe in them. Oh yeah. Well, considering
0: considering there's actual historical video of a flying saucer mm-hmm. creating one. Yeah, there is. You can assume from that that most likely these most of these crop circles are done by mm-hmm. the some sort of UFO or or uh, flying saucer which then that leads you down the road of who's piloting these craft. Right. And then obviously that leads you to, well, it's gotta be some type of extraterrestrial or something that is doing it. But it could also be something entirely, I mean, it could be some advanced technology, advanced form of art that the military does. I mean, who really knows right. what it is exactly. But it, it does seem to me that it's an unexplained phenomena that we don't know the, the answer to yet.
1: No, I mean, there's a lot of questions and it's like case by case, you know, obviously with all this paranormal stuff, you have to be somewhat skeptical and they're not all real, but there's some just crazy stuff out there. Like I said, I just really want to do an episode on it soon. It's such a fascinating topic. Let us know if you guys want to see that pretty soon.
2: Hi, I'm Carly from British Columbia, Canada, and I'm wondering what you think about DMT and if you would ever try it.
0: Ooh. This is one of my favorite topics. Yes. Cause I'm very, very fascinated by this substance known as yeah. dimethyltryptamine
1: and just psychedelics in general. You're yes. In.
0: Yes, definitely. I am too. And I mean, uh, the first time I really even learned about DMT was from Joe Rogan. Honestly, is yeah. where I first heard about it.
1: That's where I first heard about it too.
0: Cause Joe talks about it quite a bit in his experiences with DMT mm-hmm. and he's had a lot of experts on his show that have talked about it and, have experienced it, and from everything that I've heard and gathered from other people's experiences, like one of my favorite YouTube channels on on the subject of psychedelics is Psyched Substance. If you've ever seen his mm-hmm. channel, he has a very very good channel that gives you a ton of information if you're curious about psychedelics and and DMT and things like that, or just want to know more about it. How He's got he a really monetization. Great, with the, oh, the he doesn't. Rules. He yeah, does say he probably has to yeah. like Patreon or something. Yeah. 'Cause yeah, it's not YouTuber friendly. But it's
1: getting so bad these days.
0: And he's an educational channel. He's he's trying yeah. to educate people, which is important, yeah. Yeah, especially with like these if things.
1: Someone's gonna use it, you might as well have a good resource out there how to do it safely and you know, to teach you more about what you're gonna consume right. if you're gonna do it.
0: And if you don't know what DMT is
1: Yeah, I was gonna say explain
0: it, it. It's known it's known by a lot of names. It's known by the spirit molecule, it's known by a lot of different names ayahuasca is another Mm. form of dmt that
1: it's more of like a concoction ceremony
0: yeah and that tribes in the amazon have been doing for Mm -hmm. potentially thousands of years that contains dmt in this brew that you drink right but this chemical give can provide you an extremely profound experience beyond Mm -hmm. comprehension words cannot describe what this experience is like Mm -hmm. other than it will change you
1: Right. And we're not speaking from experience because neither of us have. No, I've
0: never, never tried it yet.
1: From what we've heard, we've seen a lot of people talk about their experiences and just heard what people have to say. And people talk about absolutely like leaving this dimension and like seeing other things. And it's just completely life changing and a really intense experience. And to answer whether or not we would do it, I think I definitely would in my life. I'm open to trying things. I think I'd like to do it in like a safe environment, like an ayahuasca ceremony. I'd like to go and like do it with people who've been doing this for years. It's part of their culture. It's That's a, what Chelsea a, Hammer right. did.
0: This is, and we're not talking about it. And the way that people view this is often wrong. This is right. a, a lot
1: of people have a very. very I look at this as a spiritual tool and a spiritual
0: yes. experience,
1: consciousness expanding.
0: Totally, totally. It's a you're entering another level of consciousness you've never. Seen but you mm-hmm. never experienced before and what's so cool about it in my opinion is the fact that uh, Experience on DMT only lasts like 10 to 15 minutes mm-hmm. And then your body brings it back down to baseline and you're you're back right. and you're completely fine Nobody's ever died from this. This is not it's not dangerous obviously in the right circumstances but then again, it's not for everybody as well. You have to be in a good mental mindset before you do right. any, any type of psychedelic. And that is
1: the truest thing. That's a it's very huge. And some people just <laughs> aren't really can't handle it. You know, or right. just are
0: not ready for no. that type of not really everyone intense reacts experience. to it.
1: even marijuana. Like people have different reactions, and it's all like personal choice.
0: And, yeah, yeah, and and again, know. we're all on our own journey, and mm-hmm. by no means do I ever want to promote something as being the right way to go about doing something or experience Mm -hmm. something you gotta you gotta find it on your own and you gotta come to that realization yourself if you want to do something as potentially life-changing as dmt or something so absolutely well it's very interesting we would love to dive into that more in the future Mm -hmm. so that will conclude our q a episode Some really good questions in there.
1: Yes. Thank you for really coming through with a bunch of questions. There were so many and sorry to everyone that we didn't have time to include. We will be doing other episodes like this, you know, eventually in the future. Um, Definitely follow us at mile higher podcast on Instagram. If you want to be included in the next one and just stay up to date on what we're doing with the show and updates and things like
0: that. Yeah. And I, and I think just to kind of wrap it up and final thoughts on this is for me, I find this really cool to be able to, Hear it from you guys, as yes. far as like, how are the things that we're talking about impacting you, or mm-hmm. what is, what things are creating more questions for you? And and hearing this is so good for us because doing right. this can be hard sometimes because I feel so detached from you all because you're, yeah, you're not here. Yeah, because I'm that you're not here in can't front see of me. Your
1: reactions.
0: And we're just talking into microphones in front of a camera and it can be very easy to just completely lose Mm -hmm. track of who's actually consuming our content and you know, getting into these topics and and stories and things like that. And it's just really cool to see that, you know, we're not alone in this and that there's so many of you out there that are going down these rabbit holes with us and questioning all these things and
1: wondering the same things as thinking
0: deeply and we're all on the same page together. It's cool.
1: Yeah, it is. And again, we really appreciate you guys. This year has been huge for the Mile Higher podcast and
0: huge. Yeah. yeah.
1: And we we're just about to get into our studio, which we could not have done without all of your support. Yes. And it's just so evident the way that, you know, when we do things like this, and we ask for questions. So many of you come through and it's just we really, really appreciate. We feel like there's kind of like a Mile Higher family here and it's spirit, a general lifestyle that a lot of you guys kind of vibe with and understand and If if you guys feel like family to us, really, and especially hearing your voices on these questions, we're like, God, like we'd be friends with all of you.
0: Yeah, totally. And the fact that we're hearing you guys from all around the world is also just so. We got
1: so many questions from all around the
0: world. So cool to hear, you know, Greece and all these other Mm -hmm. faraway countries, literally around the entire planet, just blows our minds. It does.
1: (laughs) It does. We we honestly can't believe how many people listen to us or, like, care about what we have to say. You know, these were just conversations that we've always had by ourselves for years. You know, we've always yeah, like been yeah. into having these deep, complex talks ever since we met. And we never knew anyone would be interested in hearing no, not it. At it's all. just, like, it's mind-blowing to us, the amount of people who are listening and watching on YouTube. I mean, we're just really thankful. And, you know... And it's
0: just, it's great to see that I truly feel that we're a part of something really special and like we've talked about in the past with the age of Aquarius and yeah. this consciousness shift that's happening and people are waking up mm-hmm. and becoming more conscious about the world we live in and yep. you know what real what is this reality and asking these really deep tough questions and questioning all of our belief systems and right. and power structures and everything yeah. and thinking critically about some of yeah. the most important topics on the planet is just and the fact that we all get to take part in that and throw different ideas and theories around and just have this Mm -hmm. really casual conversation about Mm -hmm. such deep, deep thoughtful things. is just so cool.
1: Things that people have so many different opinions on, like sometimes controversial topics that a lot of people stray away from. But I feel like we've been able to do this in a way and you guys respond in a way that, you know, like even if you don't agree with us, people come back with, an interesting perspective for us that makes us change or like think. And it's just, it's a cool
0: community that we're all able to be
1: critically thinking and sharing freely what we think without judgment. And that's like what we wanted with this podcast.
0: Yes. No judgment and all, all are welcome. Yes, No matter what background. I mean, some of the coolest comments and messages that I've gotten have been like somebody Mm -hmm. who is religious or some, Religion that I would never even thought about and they're like, oh, this really resonated with me or Mm -hmm. your experience in this and just Mm -hmm. seeing that and Knowing How far the message is going is just so cool.
1: Yeah Seeing what you guys think every week reading the comments and just reading your thoughts on things and how many things we've learned from you how many topics I have found from you guys how just things I learn in my everyday life like you guys have helped with just expanding my knowledge i feel like i've you know equally learned from you guys as much as you probably have learned from us yeah, totally and it's totally. just this podcast has been the coolest experience both of us feel like i mean it's just so meaningful and we love we love doing this we plan on doing it a lot longer we can't wait to get into our studio next year and to have guests and to expand this even more and get more opinions on and just it, there's a lot of good things coming in the future so thank you for helping us get to where we're at now yes, thank
0: you for this yes. year and yep for your support into the future. Cause we got so much more to go.
1: Yes, we do.
0: So thanks again for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Again, really appreciate all of you. We hope you all have a great holidays. If, if you celebrate holidays and,
1: and a good new year. Happy new year.
0: Yes. New year's coming up. The decade's ending. And but we'll be back before it. new year's actually. Yeah, guess, so. yeah. <laughs> we got one more. We're not taking any breaks. <laughs> no,
1: we're not. No breaks for this we'll podcast.
0: Have your, you got some Christmas entertainment, some New Year's entertainment coming. But <laughs> All
1: right, guys. Well, thanks for supporting us as always. And
0: stay safe. And stay woke. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.